You are listening to the Practical Islamic Finance Podcast, where we try to help people globally build wealth in a halal way. We hope you find it useful and fun. Anything you hear in this podcast is not to be understood as personalized financial or investment advice and only represents the views of the speaker. Investing entails risk, including loss of principle. Be sure to do your own due diligence before you make any investment decisions. Assalamu alaikum. It's been a while since I shared with you a stock pick, and today we're going to talk about a stock that I am rather bullish on, and thanks to recent market weakness, I was able to start a position in at a really good entry point. I won't waste your time. The stock I am referring to is CrowdStrike, ticker symbol CRWD. I first added this stock to the PIF growth portfolio on January 25th, and I got in at a price of $161. I currently have an average price for my position of $166. And with this position, I have already hit my target annual rate of return of 30% in just under two months. I'm going to cover what does CrowdStrike do, CrowdStrike's competitive advantage, PIF's comfort level with CrowdStrike from a halal perspective, the size of CrowdStrike's total addressable market, and CrowdStrike's valuation, the prices that I would buy, hold, and sell. If you are new here, my name is Rakan Kayeli, founder of Practical Islamic Finance, where we help people globally build wealth in a halal way. You can follow the crypto and stock portfolios I manage by becoming a member. Be sure to also follow us on social media, including joining our Discord group and signing up for our newsletter. You can also see the list of stocks and cryptos we've reviewed and assigned a comfort level to for free on practicalislamicfinance.com. And links to everything I've just mentioned are in the description. And now, without further ado, let's get started. What does CrowdStrike do? If you think of how you work on your laptop, desktop, or mobile device, you may have noticed a shift in the past few years to working online as opposed to offline. For example, I wrote the script of this video and saved it in Google Drive, an online storage space that I can access from anywhere using any device. It's much more convenient for me to do things this way as opposed to saving my work on my laptop or a USB drive and having to take my laptop or USB drive with me in order to access my work. What Google Drive is to storage services, CrowdStrike is to cybersecurity services. That is, CrowdStrike provides businesses with cybersecurity solutions that are hosted online. CrowdStrike's mission statement is simple and to the point. We stop breaches. Its various services can secure desktops, laptops, mobile devices, tablets, servers, provide identity protection, and block unauthorized access to data without the need for any on-premise equipment or infrastructure. In addition to being convenient for its customers who don't have to worry anymore about updating their security software or updating their infrastructure to support the newest version of their security software, since this is all done on CrowdStrike's end and all the customer really needs to do is stay subscribed to CrowdStrike service, there is another fundamental advantage to CrowdStrike service, which is that the lessons learned from other customers are automatically used to improve the protection being provided to the entire network. So for example, let's say company A experiences a cyber attack that CrowdStrike handles, the rest of CrowdStrike's customers, 
immediately benefit from the data and lessons learned from that experience since CrowdStrike's online platform incorporates this data and uses it to protect the rest of its network in real time. So you have real-time adaptation to new threats as opposed to the traditional model where each new release of the software could only handle a certain set of threats. And if a new threat were to emerge, you basically had to wait for the next release of the software to gain protection from it. This dynamic of real-time improvement from experiences creates a powerful virtuous cycle for CrowdStrike where the more customers it attracts, the more data it collects, the smarter the product becomes and in turn, the more customers it is able to attract. Today, CrowdStrike security software monitors more than 1 trillion, with a T, events daily. This helps explain why more than half of the Fortune 500 companies use CrowdStrike for their cybersecurity needs. Now that we understand CrowdStrike's business, let's talk about PIF's comfort rating investing in CrowdStrike from a halal perspective. There is nothing inherently haram in the services that CrowdStrike provides. If you look at their percentage of interest expense compared to total expense, in the last 12 months, it's less than 1%. Just as a disclaimer, this is what I like to look at. Other people, services, they like to focus on debt to equity, which in my opinion has the obvious shortcoming of neglecting to account for the interest rate on the debt. So debt on its own, it's not haram. Interest on debt is what is haram. An amount of debt with 0% interest is not haram for a company to have. Therefore, the amount of interest paid, in my view, is a better metric to determine permissibility, not the amount of debt. If the amount of interest being paid is immaterial with relation to the overall size of the company's operations, then I am inclined to be comfortable with the company's finances. As mentioned, in the case of CrowdStrike, interest expense compared to total expense in the last 12 months is less than 1%. So this tells me that using interest is not a material part of how their business is run. The third thing checked is the environmental, social, and governance impact of the business, which is uneventful on the bad side for CrowdStrike and eventful on the good side in light of the many attacks and threats that it has been able to neutralize and protect its customers from. So in light of the above analysis, PIF has a comfortable rating for CrowdStrike from a halal perspective. Now let's talk about the size of the total addressable market for CrowdStrike. According to CrowdStrike's estimates, and keep in mind these estimates are coming from CrowdStrike, so they are likely self-serving a bit, but they estimate that the total addressable market for its current portfolio of products to be around 67 billion in 2024. And when it adds the markets of its planned future offerings, CrowdStrike thinks that its total addressable market as large as $116 billion by 2024. Now let's talk about CrowdStrike's performance and valuation. CrowdStrike's annual recurring revenue rose to one point. $73 billion in the fourth quarter of last year, which means even if no new customers are added during this year, the recurring revenue rate would generate an increase of 20% in revenue compared to last year's revenue. Additionally, CrowdStrike retained 98.1% of all quarter 4 2021 customers in Q4 2022 of their fiscal year. 
This is fantastic customer retention, which is a testament to just how sticky their product offerings are and how much customers like them, which is very advantageous if you have a subscription business. Additionally, the customers that stayed with CrowdStrike, which is basically all of them, spent on average 24% more than they did the year prior. This calculation accounts for that small percentage who left and now spend nothing. It also added, CrowdStrike did, 1,638 net new customers in the fourth quarter of their 2022 fiscal year, growing 65% over last year's number. So we're talking absolutely stellar performance in 2021 with very strong guidance for the 2022 calendar year. Now let's talk about CrowdStrike's valuation. CrowdStrike has annual revenue in the last 12 months of about 1.5 billion and trades at a valuation close to 50 billion or a price to sales ratio of around 33 with an average expectation of 50% growth annually over the next one to three years. By January 2025, revenue for CrowdStrike is expected to be close to $3.6 to $4 billion. Assuming projected growth drops to around 30% annually by that time, price-to-sales multiples for software-as-a-service companies like CrowdStrike, growing at a rate of 30% annually, are in the range of around 20. So if you look at ServiceNow, for example, they are a software-as-a-service business with margins similar to CrowdStrike and have projected growth of 30% annually, and their current price-to-sales ratio is around 20. For CrowdStrike, this price-to-sales multiple, and given our projection for its revenue, would impute a value for the company of roughly $80 billion in three years, which is roughly a 17% annual return from where it is right now. Now, since I aim for a really aggressive 30% annual rate of return, I would not buy at today's valuation, which is around $210 per share. I will hold, however, at these prices. I would sell if the expected return started to approach general market return, which I estimate is around $55 billion in valuation or $230 per share. I would buy more shares of CrowdStrike if its price drops below $190 per share. This analysis is obviously contingent on no major events affecting my projections, and these numbers and price targets will be revisited with every new earnings report. Now, if you'd like to follow my portfolio and stay informed of whenever my analysis changes and whenever I buy a new stock or crypto for that matter, consider becoming a member. Link to do so is in the description. I hope you found this useful. Make sure to take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum and peace be upon you all.